Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell of Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today we want to talk about five P's to effective living in the kingdom of God. That's five P's, like P as in Paul, to effective living in the kingdom of God. Well, we want to use for our text scripture, we want to use Matthew 6.33 in the Amplified Bible. And it reads, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right the attitude and character of God and all things, all these things will be given to you also. And we want to look at what the five P's are that I'm talking about. Well, let me, let me go down the list and then we'll get into each one of them individually. Well, we're talking about principles. Number one. Number two, we're talking about purpose. Number three, we're talking about power. Number four, we're talking about position. And number five, we're talking about potential. Amen. Let me say those again. Principles, purpose, power, position, and potential. Well, let's look at the first one. Let's look at principles. And let's first look at the definition or giving us a meaning of principles. It's a fundamental truth that serves as a system of beliefs or behavior. A fundamental truth. A fundamental truth. So we're talking in line with God's word. And we understand that God's word is truth. God's word is a fundamental truth that he has given us to live by. Amen. His word, God's word and his laws. And I want us to understand that God's word and his laws should be held at his highest value. Yeah, I would say today that there's nothing more valuable in our lives today than the Word of God. And we understand that the Word of God is Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus is the Word of God. Amen. So there's nothing more valuable in this earth than to have Christ in our life. It's the highest value. Amen. God's Word Hallelujah should be dominant in our lives. In other words, God's word should dominate our lives. God's word, God's word should rule our lives. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. God's word should be first in our lives at all times. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek ye first. So God's word should always be first place in our lives. Amen. And most of all, God's word is truth. As I said earlier, 
And I want you to understand that principles, once they are established, that they can't be changed. So I'm telling you today that the truth of God's word will never change. God will never change his word. He will never withdraw his promises. Amen. Because he said in his word that his promises are yea and amen. So that, that, that statement there is established on the principles of God's word. It's established on the truth of God's word that he spoke unto us through his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And has been given to us in his written word. And that written word is a living word that's alive today. That word becomes alive once we get it on the inside of us. And once we get the, the word of God on the inside of us, then his principles, his word, his laws can be established in us so that we can live the God kind of life. Amen. Glory to God. Principles are what believers need. Principles are what we need to live by. Hallelujah. Well, let's name some of those principles that we should be living by. We should be living by the principle of love. Hallelujah. Love, God's love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave us a commandment that we should be loving one another. Hallelujah. And the only way we can do that is through the power of his word and the precious Holy Spirit living on the inside of us that leads and guides us into those truths. Amen. Praise God. So the principle of love. Hallelujah. We have the principle of kindness. We should be kind one to another. We have the principle of gratitude. We should be grateful for the things of God. We should be grateful for one another. Hallelujah. We should be grateful for what God has given us, grateful for what he has done for us. And not only that, we should be grateful for what he's doing for us. Amen. And grateful for what he's going to do because God is always doing for his children. He's always blessing his children. Glory to God, especially when we live right, when we talk right, when we act right, when we be right. Glory to God. And the only way we can do that is through the power of the Holy Spirit. Upon the foundation of his word, upon the foundation of his principles. Amen. The principles of God that abide in us through his living word, his written word. The principle of gratitude. That should be a principle of thankfulness. We should be thankful for what God has done for us, thankful for what he's doing for us, and thankful for what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That should be a principle of humility. We should humble ourselves before God. Glory to God. Humble ourselves upon his word so that we can live right. That should be a principle of generosity working in our lives through the word of God. We should be generous toward one another. We should be giving toward one another. Glory to God, instead of taking and stealing from one another, we need to be generous toward one another. Hallelujah. We need to have a principle of forgiveness. We need to be forgiving. 
We shouldn't walk around and hold things in our heart against people year after year. Glory to God. We're not doing it to the person. We're harming ourselves. Because he said, how can he forgive us and we can't forgive one another? Glory to God. So we ought to be quick to forgive. Glory to God. We shouldn't be slowful in forgiving. We ought to be quick to forgive. At the spur of the moment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We should have a principle of hope. We should always have a vision. We should always have a a, a dream, a a hope uh, inspiring our hearts. Hallelujah. To receive from God. To do what God has called us to do. Amen. And we should have a principle of expectation. We should always expect God's word to work on our behalf. Glory to God. Because his word never fails. And we should have an expectation through our faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To receive from God. And the foundation. Hallelujah. Of receiving from God. Should be a principle of faith. I go back and say. The principle of faith. Should be number one. Because we got to have faith in the truth of God's word in order for his word to work on our behalf. Amen. Glory to God. So as it said in the scriptures, that seek, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, and strive after his kingdom. Strive after the word of God. Strive after his way of doing things. Strive after his kingdom. Well, you know, we talk about kingdom. We talk about uh, God's government. Hallelujah. We talk about God's way of doing things. You know, I can't recall the exact scripture right now, but it said that when Jesus came, he had the government upon his shoulders. Well, that government that is talking about is the government of God's kingdom. God has sent his government into this earth, hallelujah, for us to to rule and reign and to live by. God wants to govern, hallelujah, in this earth realm. But he he has to do it through us. And if we don't allow him to do and govern through us, then it can't be done. Hallelujah. Glory to God because he works through man. Hallelujah. So God's kingdom. So I want to make a couple of statements that walking by faith is a principle that cannot be substituted in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Is that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And we can't please God without faith. There's nowhere in the Bible that you can go without applying your faith. To the word of God. Whether it's Old or New Testament, there has to be a faith applied to that word in order to have insight, in order for it to be working in our lives and working for us and with us. Because the word of God wants to work with us, it wants to work in us. Glory to God. God's word, hallelujah, wants to propel us, hallelujah, beyond this world system. I'm going to say that again. I said God's word wants to propel us. 
glory to God, beyond this world system. But in order to get that, or in order to go there, hallelujah, we have to walk by faith. Glory to God, it's impossible to please him without faith. Hebrews 11, 6, glory to God. Hallelujah, because he is a rewarder of those that apply their faith to his word. Hallelujah, and believe it and act upon it. We got to act like the word of God is true. Hallelujah. We got to act like the principles of God has been established in our lives. Hallelujah. Let's look at another statement I want to make. Is that principles hold believers accountable to God. The word of God will hold you accountable to God. It will hold you accountable for your actions. It'll hold you accountable for your speech. Glory to God. It'll hold you accountable for your lifestyle. I'm talking about the principles, the truths of God. Hallelujah. And I said earlier that the truths of God, the principles of God, cannot be changed. The principles of God that consist of his written word and consist of his laws. Glory to God that, that has been given us to guide us, to lead us. Hallelujah. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Principles that hold believers accountable to God. Hallelujah. What are some of the things that we have to be accountable for? We have to be accountable for our identity and who we are in Christ Jesus. We just can't be saying that we, hallelujah, identify with Christ, but we have to live like we identify with Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His principles hold us accountable for our character. Glory to God, because when we're born again, when we're made new, our nature has been changed. Hallelujah, our character, hallelujah, should be in line with the principles of God's word. Our speech, glory to God, hallelujah, his principles holds us accountable for our speech. We just can't be saying anything, hallelujah, glory to God, we just can't talk any kind of way, hallelujah. But we got to live like the word of God is true. We got to talk like the word of God is true. Glory to God. We got to say what God says. Hallelujah. And the principles of God will hold us accountable. Hallelujah. For conforming to God's government. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know in in the natural we conform to the government of this United States. Hallelujah, because if you don't, they're going to lock you up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But God is a merciful God. He ain't going to lock you up, but he wants his word, his principles to hold us accountable. Hallelujah. In living under his governmental system, his kingdom government. Hallelujah. And he also want us to be held accountable by his principles in our lifestyle. And I ask you a question today. How are you living? 
Are you living in according to the principles of God's word? Or are you living your kind of way like you want to live your kind of way in any kind of way? And disregard the principles of God and the laws of God. But we have to be held accountable for that. We have to be held accountable how we're living. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And principles, hallelujah, are God's final authority for all things. God's word has the final authority. And the means by which God, hallelujah, provides principles for living in a way that protects us from harmful thinking. Glory to God. We had to get our mind renewed with the word of God and behavior, how we act. Glory to God. Are we acting in according to God's word? Glory to God. The word of God clearly teaches us, us as believers. Hallelujah. How we should live in this earth. Glory, hallelujah. We're talking about the principles of God, the truths of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at a few more scriptures. Hallelujah. Well, let's go on to, to the second one. The second one is purpose. And when we talk about purpose, we're talking about a plan. We're talking about a calling. We're talking about a goal. Hallelujah, that we're trying to reach. That's God's plan, God's calling, and God's goal in place for that that he has put in place for believers. A goal to live the God kind of life. Hallelujah. God has his own purpose, and he has created in us a purpose. Glory to God. God has his own purpose. And has created us with a purpose to carry out his purpose. Glory to God. I'm going to say that again. That God has his own purpose and has created, hallelujah, us with a purpose to carry out his purpose. Glory to God. That's good news there. Glory to God. And God put a purpose in us to arrive to a place that he would have us to go. Glory, hallelujah. And God has a general purpose and has placed unique purposes in each and every one of us. I'm going to say that again. That God has a general purpose. Glory to God. And he has placed unique purposes in each of us. Glory, hallelujah. So God has a plan for your life. Hallelujah. God has a calling on your life. And God has a goal that we should be trying to reach on a daily basis. Glory to God. I'm pressing forward toward the mark of the high calling. That's the goal. I say that's the goal. Hallelujah. Let's look at Isaiah 46.10 in the Amplified Bible. It said, declaring the end and the result from the beginning. Glory to God. God has already declared the end from the beginning. Nobody can do that but him. Declaring the end and the result from the beginning. 
And from ancient times, the things which have not yet been done, saying, my purpose will be established. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God said his purpose will be established. His plan will be established. His calling, hallelujah, will go forth. Hallelujah. And his goals will be reached. Hallelujah. My purpose will be established. And I will do all that pleases me and fulfills my purpose. Glory to God. Thank God for his purpose. Hallelujah. You know, everything in life was created for a purpose with the ability to function according to God's word. Did y'all hear that? I said everything in life was created for a purpose with the ability to function according to God's word. Hallelujah. Let's look at Proverbs 19.21 in the Amplified Bible. And it says, many plans are in a man's mind. Yeah, you, you, you come up with plenty of plans in your mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand and be carried out. So you need to get in line with God's plan. You need to get in line with God's plans and purposes. Glory to God. So it can be established in your life. Because your plan, hallelujah, won't survive against the plans of God. Because he said in his word, my plans, is that many plans are in a man's mind. But it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand. Be carried out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our main purpose in life is to carry out God's purpose. Is to carry out God's plans. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To carry out his calling. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at Jeremiah 29, 11 in the Amplified Bible. He said, for I know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster. Glory to God. Woo! Let's read that again. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace. God is a peaceful God. And well-being. God wants you to be well and he wants you to be well off. And he wants you to be well-being. Glory to God. If I could say it that way, well-being. And he said, not for disaster. And that tells me that God is not causing disaster in people's lives. God is not causing disasters in this earth. Glory to God. We have an enemy in this earth. And, his, and that enemy is called the devil. Glory to God. He's the disastrous one. He's the one that brings disaster in people's lives. But God has given us his word that we can overcome those things. Hallelujah. But stop blaming God for things happening in your life that are bad. Stop blaming God for the wrong that's gone on in your life. Glory to God. 
Stop crying out to God as God. Why? Why you ain't do this? Why you ain't did this? Where were you when this happened? No, God gave us his word to stand upon. Hallelujah. He's always with us. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So, but I want you to, 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 to serve you notice today that God is not a disastrous God. Hallelujah. God is the one that wants to give you a future and a hope. Glory to God. That's the kind of God we serve. Let's look at Colossians 2. Hallelujah. Verse 2 and 3 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 2. For my hope is that their hearts may be encouraged as they are knitted together in unselfish love. Glory to God. God wants us to be joined together and knitted together in unselfish love so that they may have all the riches. Hallelujah. God wants you to be rich. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I'm not just talking about only money, but God wants you to be rich in every area of your life and have all the riches that come from the full assurance of understanding the joy of salvation. Glory to God, the joy of salvation. Salvation is not just for you to to die and go to heaven. Glory to God. Salvation is all-inclusive. So when Jesus died on the cross, he died for the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He wants your body well. Hallelujah. He wants your spirit, man, made new. And he wants your soul renewed with the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's read that again, verse 2. For my hope is that their hearts may be encouraged as they are knitted together in unselfish love so that they may have all the riches that come from the full assurance of understanding the joy of salvation resulting in the truth. That's God's principle, truth. Resulting in the truth and more intimate knowledge. See, we have to have knowledge. Glory to God. God said we perish because of a lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Resulting in the truth. God's word is truth. Hallelujah. And a more intimate knowledge of the mysteries of God. Glory to God. So that we can understand God's word. Understand who God is. Understand what he's all about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The mysteries of God. That is Christ. Glory to God. Verse 3. In whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom. That's what we need. Wisdom and knowledge regarding the word and purposes of God. Wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge. Hallelujah. We need knowledge. Glory to God. But we also need wisdom in how to carry out that knowledge. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Let's look at Jeremiah 29, 11 in the Amplified Bible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For I know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you. Glory to God. God has plans for your life. God thinks about you all the time because he said, I know the plans and thoughts I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace 
and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and the hope. Glory to God. God has a purpose for your life. I say God has a purpose for your life. Glory to God. And he wants to see that purpose come to pass. He has a calling on your life. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. But it's all going to come through Christ Jesus. I say it's all going to come through Christ Jesus. And God has a goal. And we should be keep pressing toward the mark of that high calling. Glory to God. We're going to get there. I said, we're going to get there. Hallelujah. We're going to get there. Let's look at number three, talking about power. Glory to God. Talking about power. We talked about principles. We talked about purpose. And now we want to talk about power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The third P. And we talk about power, we're talking about the authority and the ability God has been, that has been made available to all that believe. Let me say that again. The authority and ability of God has been made available to all that believe. Glory to God. We have to believe. Glory to God in his word. Let's look at Luke the 10th chapter in the 19th verse. In the Amplified Bible, it said, listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess. Glory to God. He said, we now possess it, that authority, that same authority that Christ Jesus had when he walked this earth. We have that same authority today. I said, we have that same authority today. It's been made available to all of us that believe. Glory to God. You got to be a believer. And I'm going to read that scripture again. Listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority. Glory to God. The ability to exercise his authority. So I want to I want to address something. And, you know, a lot of times we sit and waiting on God to do. Hallelujah. When we should be doing ourselves. Because I just read to you that he said he has given us the authority. Glory to God. He's given us the ability to exercise his authority over all the powers of the enemy, Satan. And nothing will in any way harm you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Did y'all hear that? That nothing in any way shall harm us when we walk in the authority and the power of God's word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's good news. That's all Jesus came to do is bring the good news of the kingdom. Hallelujah. He came to bring and establish the kingdom, to reestablish the kingdom in this earth that Adam had lost. Glory to God. It's already been done. We just got to walk in it. How do we walk in it? Walking in his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I say walking in his word because his word is his kingdom. 
Glory to God. I say the word of God is his kingdom. And that's what Jesus came to establish the kingdom in our hearts. Glory to God. Glory to God. So quit being in such a hurry to get to heaven when the kingdom is already here. We just need to walk in it. We need to receive it. We need to acknowledge it. We need to access it. Glory to God. And the only way you can access it is you got to be a born again believer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at first. Now let's look at Peter, the fifth chapter in the sixth through eleventh verse. As it reads. He said, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self righteous pride, so that he may exalt you to place to the to a place of honor in his service. At the appropriate time, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all of your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Verse verse 8. Be sober well-balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. Glory to God, cautious at all times. That the enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, (laughs) fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. Verse 9, but resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attacks, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. Verse 10, after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessings and favor, who calls you to his own eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. Glory to God, to him be dominion, power, authority, sovereignty, forever and ever. Amen. The power of God is in existence in this earth today. And the power of God have to to be, hallelujah, released through us. How do we release his power in this earth today? Glory to God. Get the word of God in our heart and release that word out of our mouth. And when we release it out of our mouth, the power of God goes forth and cause things to happen on our behalf, cause things to change in our lives. Hallelujah causes us to have a, a new outlook on life, causes us to prosper, causes us to be healed. Glory to God when we walk in the authority of God. Glory to God, cause He wants to. He He wants to. He wants to. Glory to God. Bless every every area of your life. 
He wants to bless every area of our lives. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 12, 8. We're looking at an Amplified Bible. He said to one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak. Glory to God. He's given us a power to speak. God's power. Glory to God is released out of our voice. Hallelujah. We have to voice his power. Glory to God. We have to release his power. Hallelujah. Glory to God through speaking his word. The, to the, he said the power to speak the message of wisdom. And to another, the power to express the word of God. Hallelujah. The word of knowledge and understanding according to the same spirit. Glory to God. Let me read that again in 1 Corinthians 12, 8. Because I said earlier, if I'm not mistaken, glory to God, that God would give us specific power to work in our lives. Glory to God. And he said, to one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom, and to another the power to express the word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Spirit. Glory to God. His power is working in two different ways, but it's the same Spirit. It's the same Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Let's look at Acts 1.8. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Then you will tell people about me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria. And Samaria, glory to God. God wants us to speak his word all over the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's not coming back until his word has been preached all over the world. Until everybody has had the opportunity to hear his word and to believe his word. Hallelujah. Nobody will be left out. But the way you be out, glory to God, is that you don't believe, you don't receive. Glory to God, you don't conceive the word of God. Hallelujah. But you will receive power. You will receive power. Glory to God. He wasn't just talking about an individual. He was talking about all those that believe. Glory to God. When he said you, he's talking about us. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Then you will tell people. Glory to God. You can't do anything from God until the power is on you. The power is in you. Hallelujah. Then we can tell people about Jesus. Glory to God. Woo. Let's look at 1 Corinthians, the second chapter and the sixth verse. It says, God's wisdom through the Holy Spirit, the rulers are becoming less and less powerful. Powerful, woo wee. God's wisdom through the Holy Spirit. God's word through the Holy Spirit will cause rulers to become less and less powerful. Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's wisdom through the Holy Spirit. These rulers are becoming less and less powerful. We need to apply the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The church should be in authority. The church should be ruling. 
The church should be leading. Glory to God. The church should be the one to have plenty of money. Glory to God. But instead, because we're not applying the word of God, we're not ruling. We're not leading. We're not having abundance. Glory to God. But, but God wants us to have abundance. He wants us to rule. He wants us to lead in this earth because he has given us dominion in this earth. Even though Adam lost it in the garden, oh, glory to God. But Jesus came and gave it back to us. So we have that dominion. We have that power. We have that authority in this earth to rule and to reign. So, but when are we going to get there? When are we going to wake up as a church? When are we going to come from behind the four walls and do what God's kingdom has been set in our hearts to do? When are we going to do that? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go on. Let's go on to number five. Hallelujah. Number five. We're talking about position. Well, where is your position? Glory to God. Is your position in Christ Jesus? Or is your position in this world? Glory to God. Because if your position is seated in this world, then you're on your way to death. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You're living a life full of death. What do I mean by that? Anytime you're separated from God, anytime you don't believe in Christ Jesus, glory to God, you're abiding in death. Hallelujah. Your spirit man is dead. Hallelujah. But God wants to give you life in your spirit man through Christ Jesus. And the only way you can get that life is you got to be born again. You got to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You got to live according to his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we have a position. And where is the believer's position? The position that we have is in Christ. Glory to God. We are in Christ Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Wherever Christ is, that's where we are. And as of now, he's seated at the right hand side of God. So what's our position? Our position is that we're seated at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. We've been seated with Christ Jesus because we're in Christ. Glory to God, and he's in us. Glory to God. We're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. God's word should always be in a leading position in a believer's life. Jesus should always be, glory to God, in a leading position in our lives because we're in Christ. We're in Christ. We're in Christ. Let's look at Ephesians, the second chapter in the verse four through nine in the NIRV. The NIRV. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse four. But God loves us deeply. He is full of mercy. Verse five. So he gave us new life because of what Christ has done. He gave us life even when we were dead in sin. God's grace has saved you. Glory to God. Verse 6. God raised us up with Christ 
Glory to God. We've been raised with Christ Jesus. Glory to God. He has seated us. This is our position. I said this is our position. He has seated us with him in heavenly, in his heavenly kingdom. That's because we belong to Christ Jesus. We're not only in Christ, but we belong to Christ. Verse 7, he has done it to show the riches of his grace for all time to come. His grace can't be, can't be compared with anything else. He has shown it by being kind to us. He, he was kind to us because, hallelujah, of what Christ has done. Verse 8, God's grace has saved us. God's grace has saved you. <clears throat> Amen. Because of your faith in Christ. <clears throat> We're saved by grace through faith. Your salvation does, doesn't come from anything you do. Glory to God. I'm going to read that again. Verse 8. Glory to God. God's grace has saved you because of, hallelujah, your faith in Christ. Your salvation doesn't come by anything you do. It is God's gift. Verse 9. It is not based on anything you have done. No one can brag about earning it. Glory to God. Your works won't get it. Hallelujah. Only the works in Christ Jesus that will stand, that will last. You can't work your way, hallelujah, to be saved. You can't cry enough to be saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can't beg enough to be saved. You don't have to beg. You don't have to cry. All you have to do is just receive and believe. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you can take your rightful position. Your rightful position in Christ Jesus. To be seated in heavenly places. Galatians 3.26 in the NIRV. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God. By believing in Christ. That's how we become a child of God. Is by believing. Is by our faith. Colossians 2.9. In the NIRV. Glory to God. God's whole nature is living. In Christ. In human form. God has placed his nature. In the human. Body. And spirit. And soul. In this earth. Glory to God. God's whole nature. He gave his whole self unto us. Ooh, that's enough to shout about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 10. Because you belong to Christ, you have been made complete. We are complete in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Nothing is short. Hallelujah. Nothing missing and nothing broken. But we are complete in Christ Jesus. He is the ruler. Glory to God over every power and authority. Ooh. Glory to God. So we're rulers too. We're in Christ. So we're rulers too. But why aren't we ruling? I said, why aren't we ruling? Glory to God. Christ is in us. Why aren't we ruling? 
Why aren't we ruling in this earth? Why aren't we having dominion in this earth? Why is the power of God not working on behalf of us in this earth when he has already established his power? He's already established his principles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We need to wake up. I say we need to wake up. Let's look at Ephesians 1.23 in the NIRV. It says the church is the body. Glory to God. And is filled by Christ. The church. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. Glory to God. And he fills us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. With himself. He fills everything <clears throat> in every way. Glory to God. Take your rightful position in Christ and be seated in heavenly places. Glory to God. Let's look at the last one. And we won't be long. Hallelujah. Number five is potential. Well, what do we talk about? What do we mean when we're talking about potential? We're talking about capability. We're talking about possibility. Possibility. Potentiality. Hallelujah. Something that can, can develop or become actual. Glory to God. Existing in possibility. Having or showing the capability to become. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We've already become. If you are a believer in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God gave us the potential to become believers. He gave us the potential to be born again. He gave us the potential to be seated in Christ Jesus. He gave us the potential to live right in this earth. He gave us the potential, glory to God, to talk right. He gave us the potential to have a godly character. He gave us the potential to live the God kind of life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have capability. We have possibility. We have potentiality to, to, to do the things that God has called us to do. To live the way God has called us to live. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we as believers have the necessary abilities and qualities to become successful and useful. Glory to God in the things concerning the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We, we have the power and capability to make things happen. Hallelujah. And we have been endowed with the power of God through Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit. There's an endowment upon us. But it comes through Christ. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit that lives and abides on the inside of us. The greater one. Hallelujah is in us. Glory to God. I said the greater one is on the inside of us. And that's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've been endowed with God's power. I said we've been endowed with God's power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God's word, his principles. Glory to God is capable of making things become a reality in our lives. Glory to God. Let's look at the proof text. In the NIRV, Mark 9.23. Everything is possible to the one who believes. Everything is possible to the one who believes. 
Luke 18, 27, the NIRV. Jesus replied, Things that are impossible with people are possible with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at the last scripture. In Romans 7, 7th chapter, verses 4 through 6 in the Amplified Bible. It said, Therefore, my fellow believers, you too died to the law through the crucified body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. Hallelujah. Verse 5. And when we were living in the flesh, trapped by sin, glory to God, I want you to know if you're born again, you ain't trapped no more. Hallelujah. If you're seated in Christ Jesus, you ain't trapped no more. Glory to God. If you hadn't been born again, you have the potential. Glory to God to be relieved of the bondage of sin, to be untrapped. If that's a word, untrapped, to be released. Glory to God. Hallelujah. From sin. We're no longer trapped by sin. It says the sinful passions which were awakened by that which the law identifies as sin, were at work in our body to bear fruit for death, since the willingness of, to sin led to death and separation from God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's a bad place to be, to be. Glory to God. But you have the potential. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To not be separated from God anymore. Verse 6. But now we have been released from the law and its penalty, having died through Christ, to that by which we were held captive. Glory to God, the captive has been set free. So that we serve God in the newness of, of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter of the law. Hallelujah. We're not under the law anymore. Glory to God. The law doesn't hold us in bondage anymore. Hallelujah. We've been freed. We've been released. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That doesn't mean the law has been done away with. Glory to God. But the law doesn't hold us in bondage anymore. Glory to God. We're under new and living covenant. Glory to God. Hallelujah. A new covenant has been established. And that covenant has been established through Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Glory to God. We need to do it right. We need to live right. We need to act right. We need to talk right. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I want us to understand that you can be, hallelujah, you can be in a, in a, in a position of power, Hallelujah. And not have principles. What I'm saying is, uh, let me put it this way. We have a lot of politicians in Washington, D.C. that are in positions. Glory to God. Hallelujah. They're in a place of power. They're in a place of potential. 
But none of those are any good without principle. Glory to God. And what I'm trying to say, glory to God. Don't be in a position of, of power. Don't be in a position of potential. Glory to God. And not have principles. Principles will protect you in the place of power and position. Glory to God. Your position and your power don't complete you. But what will complete you is the principles that you live by along with the position and the power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I thank you that this word has been a blessing to you. And I praise God for this opportunity once again. So I pray that if you hadn't accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you would make the decision to receive him now in Jesus' name. It's not hard. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to cry for it. You don't have to beg for it. All you have to do is believe. Hallelujah. Conceive and receive. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. So until next time, I pray that you be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole. In Jesus' name.